Okay, and can we do a clap as well? Oh my God, how do we do this? Where you go three, two, one, and then this? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, <laughs> one. Oh, shit. Did that work? I, I don't know. It didn't match up with the video. Try one more time. One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> that sounded so different. Okay, why don't we clap on three? <laughs> okay. One more time. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> Maybe the sound is delayed. There is a delay on your end. I'm doing okay, 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 okay. Grand. Hello and welcome back to TFNP 30 Flirty and Perishing. I'm Sophie Lyons. You are... Clara Kavanagh. And we are back in your ears. 30 Flirty and Perishing is what all the ladies are talking about more currently than ever. Um, we've been getting some great feedback about our format. It's chip chop. It's on the pulse. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that's literally happening as you're sitting down to the brunch table and getting up from the brunch table. Exactly. Th- that's just... how current and on the pulse we are. I have to say I'm loving it. Me too. My ability to retain celeb knowledge is finally being put to use there we go there we go like, and i can it's like i can just draw from these files but it's so, mm-hmm. on the pulse. <laughs> so on the pulse and i'm buzzing to hear your topic this week i like the way we kind of keep them secret yes so yes, there's do. like it's an element tactic. of surprise yeah mm. i really like it oh, let's sorry. get right into it gazer so we always kick things off with what we're loving and hating from the week and we have to choose a jador or a je test, a love or a hate. And today I have rewound out of my spiral of January dread and uh, upset and overall bad well-being. And I am feeling great. And you know what my jador this week is? Mamma Mia. No, oh, sorry, I'm joking. I'm dying to hear about it. So we went, we got cheap January tickets and went to go see it on the West End. And I think we got to see the woman who's like, she's on all the posters and she plays Donna. We were sitting in the seats and you know the way it opens with like, honey, honey, how he thrills oh, me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Honey, honey. I was welling up watching that, not because it was such a good performance, because like, look, they've been on stage for 30 seconds. I was just thinking about the film. something about that film it just I think it's something in the chemistry between Amanda Seyfried and Meryl Streep and they're like the mother-daughter bond it really really gets under my skin and just makes me want to cry all the time with happiness but they read they're so good it gets me every time I love that movie I think it has a place in a lot of mother-daughter yes like I I love watching that with my mum Oh my God, me too. It's just perfect in every way. And I'd never seen the stage show. And the movie stays, if I was a big theatre West End buff, I'd be very happy with the movie because the movie really holds the, like it sticks really cl- cl- uh, closely to the, the, the storyline of the play. They change very little. It, it's spectacular to see it on the, the stage, to see it live. The singing was phenomenal. And last week I was just in a bad headspace and... I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then we got out of this the theatre, walked out to like about 27 tuk-tuks, all playing Mamma Mia, but at different times, you know, that like chaotic energy of like Piccadilly Circus. 
And they're like, oh, taxi, taxi, taxi. And we're like, no. I was like, oh my God. It was like a cacophony of Abbott music. And then like one guy was playing I'm a Barbie girl. It was like, oh my God, way to be different, bro. And yeah, we walked over the Waterloo Bridge and like all the lights. And I was like, oh my God, my week has just been turned around. And it's just so funny how like, one small thing can really just change your mindset on things. And I was just delighted. But uh, it was so funny sitting beside Mick because he was like, how are you crying 20 seconds in? I was like, I'm just thinking about the film. And the only... I'm like your mom, I think. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it was just so great. And um, then we went... Uh, over the weekend, we were hanging out with one of Mick's pals. Say, just with like London life or whatever. You don't see these people like all the time or whatever. And he was like... The last thing they'd really heard of what we've gone to was the ABBA voyage, the hologram show. And then now we've just been to see Mamma Mia. And he was like, yeah, I was kind of knocking around in the WhatsApp group. How much Mick is into ABBA at the moment? And I was like, oh, he's just a total hun. And Mick was like, of course I'm a hun. It's all his idea. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, well, he, yeah, it kind of is. And then he was like, um, like, I don't know, didn't really register that like the lads were all slagging up for going to so much ABBA, which you should be really proud of. But then he was like, oh, yeah, we're actually going to see um, Titanic in 3D on Valentine's Day. It was like, you were definitely on. Did you get the tickets? Yes. Oh, I want to like go. Four, no, no, no. Book your tickets now. This is a public service announcement. Titanic, tw- another film that makes me cry just from the music alone. 25th anniversary. It's only in cinemas from the 10th until the 14th of February. Pretty much. I think you can see it normal, but it's like 3D, 4K, IMAX, blah, 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 blah probably 20 quid a ticket but they've souped I sent you the trailer like they've souped it up so good that it, it doesn't look too computerised but it looks like they made the film yesterday they've used other avatar computers <laughs> I know it's breathtaking it's breathtaking news you had it in my head not to go on Valentine's Day though. the only day we can go is Valentine's Day so it could sell out so I don't want anyone to be without Jack and Rose is February. it too emotional to see on Valentine's Day? I think I've passed that point. Like I cried 20 seconds into Mamma Mia. So I cried at the I traitors. Just... I, I'm, I, I'm crying a lot recently. Probably turning into my mother. Oh, but... I actually cried week before last I for no at, reason. I cried at not. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just gone. <laughs> I, I cried at um, Notting Hill. Yeah, I'm crying a lot. Well, that's. So yeah, uh, Mamma Mia is a, a saviour and as will Titanic be. So just, I think, hearty. F- Musicals do movies. though a lot for yourself. They hit you somewhere. They do. They do a lot to me. Okay, what are you jadoring or jadesting? What are you hitting me with? I am jadesting. I have been officially banned from eBay. <gasps> no. Uh, you remember you said you got it banned to me. and I was like, that sounds so weird. And I was like, what? I was like, did you follow up with customer service? Yeah. I am like, I'm a real eBay user. I sell, yeah. buy, I'm all about it. And my other account, for some reason, it got put suspended is what they said. Okay. So then I was sick of this and it was an old email and stuff. And I was like, let me set it up on my new email, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Did it, put, put my bits up for sale. And then someone went and purchased a pair of shoes. And then they hadn't bought it yet. But then they sent me a message being like, this is my WhatsApp number. And I, it's happened to me before. And I'm like, they're just these weird messages being like, uh. it's, they don't want to buy the thing. 
So then I, I was like, I'm reporting you. Reported the buyer. No less than a day later. I'm, I'm suspended and locked out. So then I go on chat to your one. I email them. Their customer service is horrific, by the way. I'm completely boycotting them. Like, I'm disgusted. Anyway, went on customer service, all the different uh, avenues. Then I got on a chat and she was like, Sophie, don't worry. Those emails aren't legitimate. We wouldn't send emails like that. You're not, your client hasn't been suspended. You just need to verify your payment details and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. She's like, I can assure you everything's fine. Then that chat got stopped, like cut. And then I was like, oh, I'll deal with it another day. I called then. Was it yesterday I was bamboozled? Yesterday. I, I told him the whole story. And then he was like, don't worry, let me look into this for you. And then he goes and starts reading off a script then. And then he goes, after carefully taking a look at your account, I can, I'm sorry to inform you that you have been, your account has been suspended, is now locked. You will not be able to gain access. You, you Basically, you can never use eBay again. Any email or anything you set up, you won't be able to use it ever again. And I was like, excuse me? And he was like, I cannot tell you the reason for this. Um, yeah. And basically, like, I don't have to tell you the reason. I'm not at liberty to tell you. So I will not be telling you this. All off a script. And I was like, what? And then he just goes, thank you very much for calling eBay. And I go, are you going to hang up on me now? And then he goes, duh, duh, duh. No. I did nothing. I reported a, a bogus Buyer. user i'm absolutely disgusted at them i honestly urge everyone to stop using them they do not have your best interest at hand i downloaded depop yeah so i'll have to start using that again i use facebook marketplace already vintage but is like, really good as well vintage yeah but like for no reason but that because it's the well not not as um bad happened to me and the, yeah they they gave me the same spiel of like we don't have to tell you like but like treated me like I was trying to rob people and I was like all I did was put a pair of boots online and you're telling me I'd like you won't even tell me the reason so I was like so I don't do it again let me know what I'm doing wrong and, and I googled no. it and it's just like they don't have to tell you anyone listening boycott eBay I am disgusted yeah, fuck them that's ridiculous well if they're gonna do that to me and I'm not doing anything what if something actually happened to you as a consumer they're not gonna help you then no because they're such a like a massive conglomerate they can just hide behind all these like white walls like it's not their offices are in Richmond or used to be oh. wouldn't mind paying a visit there <laughs> with some eggs I am disgusted. Anyway, I'm never using them again. I will never be even, I won't even use them through friends. Exactly. But I wonder, do they not tell you in case, like for legal reasons, because they're going. I think it's, you know, like now they don't give you feedback, solid feedback in writing about jobs that you don't get. Uh... Like they don't have to give you feedback and basically they don't want to because you can use it against them. Uh, Methinks that's where this is happening. Anyway, I'm sorry to dampen the mood after your lovely Mamma Mia. Um, well, maybe you should watch the Mamma Mia and then you'll be fine. Oh, um, anyway, sucks. on from. Oh, it's fine. I'm fine. It's horrible. It's just you feel so shunned and nobody likes to be shunned. I'm also just a bit like, I'm not doing anything bad in the world. And yeah. you're. it's like when I get stopped in the airport. Mm. I'm like, I'm not trying to do anything here, so please. Yeah, Spare let, me. Let me be. Let's move on. I'm dying to hear about your talk of the week. So you might have seen the new video for Sam Smith's new song, I'm Not Here to Make Friends, 
in which the singer arrives via helicopter to this old like Bridgerton style mansion, walks in the most breathtaking pink ruffle dress. Have you seen that? Sorry, so I actually it, haven't watched the video yet on purpose. Oh my God, we I should do pinks. a... No, 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 do it now. So the ruffles okay. is something that I think you should wear to your next birthday. Okay. Or wedding. <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. The title is very America's Next Top Model. I'm not here to make friends. I know. Now, the title is based on, they were saying on Graham Norton, great interview, by the way, that they were annoyed by like pe- meeting people on dates and they were like, oh, you're such a good friend. And he's like, I'm not here to make you friends. Who said that? Sam Smith was like, I-, I had to write a song about it because I'm just so sick of like going on dates, people having a great time, really fancying them and then being like, oh, you're such a nice friend. He's like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to get the ride. I would have thought they'd be getting the ride easily. Well, music suggests otherwise. Okay. Okay, do you want, will I watch it? I think so. I'll just watch the first scene bit, will I? I could see you doing that <laughs> easily. At my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> day two. lowered into the day two, that, yeah. i <laughs> no husband in sight. <laughs> No, he's in like in the bathroom. We're doing just doing something normal. <laughs> okay. There you go. Fully briefed. Thank you for the briefing. Okay. <laughs> but since the video got released, uh, it's been subject to a load of hate. People calling it pornographic, and it's caused a load of controversy. Being like very in your face. With a lot of like sex positivity, body positivity, it's raunchy, it's unabashed. They're displaying all kinds of sexuality in the video. Now, look, we just watched it. I think if you heard about all the controversy and you went to go watch it, you're like, it's not actually that bad. That's kind of what that, where I've come from. Like the fashion, the dance moves, the heels, the gems, the jewels, it's Amazing. It's basically your wedding, Sophie, minus maybe the nipple top. <laughs> Do you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember Christina Aguilera did What a Girl Wants? And it was kind of like a Marie Antoinette type mm, of theme. Very But it was nice, kind of sexy. Yeah. Yes, yes, That's yes, what yes, I kind yes. of got from it. I didn't it's, think it was that outrageous. But uh, which is so sad because I think it really highlights... The double standard that is in, and loads of people are saying this, it's not just me, the double standard that's in the music industry, because plenty of women have had, and men, cis, gender, straight, hetero artists have had sexy, saucy music videos. And they cause a bit of controversy, like Christina Aguilar, Dirty, or the WAP video more recently, or um, Robbie Williams. Or Robbie Williams, Rock DJ. He gets down to his ninnies and he rips off his skin. Like they cause a bit of a controversy, but they they simmer down. Whereas I think what's happening with here with Sam Smith is not only is it like a queer video, it's also there's so, so much body shaming going on. And I feel like themselves and Lizzo fall into this thing where they have to like pioneer and pave the way for loads of different for artists and deal with all the hate and deal with all the religious groups and conservatives speaking out um, in order to get kind of their message across and kind of fight for something that people of other genders and other sexualities don't have to do. And 
while I think we've come a long way as a society, I think given this reaction, it shows we have a lot further to go. Wait, why are they getting hate? Because of their body size? Yeah, because say Sam Smith would be fuller figures and as is Lizzo. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so it's also like, not only is it like they're calling the video pornographic and okay, there is one scene in particular where there's a lot of assless corsets, I would say, with a lot of water being suggestively spurted across the dancers in the Sam Smith video. And there's a few bad scenes, but it's nothing. There's no swearing in the video. There's no nudity. There's no nothing. So it's suggestive. Pe- it's suggestive. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So there was an MEP, Alex Phillips, who was on Good Morning Britain talking about it. And he likened the video to porn and linked its contents to a wider culture of sexual assaults and relationships falling apart. Now, I don't know on what video he watched, because like that is not what Sam Smith is trying to emulated that video at all and I just think musicians can't be expected to be like a role model for everyone and if it's a sexy video they are saying that the video is pornographic and should come with an age restriction but like uh, Harry Styles had a video and a song called Watermelon Sugar which is about going down on women he never got any backlash everyone was like wow he's a real gender bender this is amazing and people celebrate him for exploring his sexuality and pushing the boundaries of what gender norms are and like David Bowie did it all like people who were daring to be themselves but then as soon as somebody in like the queer community goes and does it with the added layer of the body shaming it just kind of I don't know made me feel a bit like icky about the music industry I mean I think the video is asking for a big reaction though so like yeah I don't think you wear nipple tassels going like they know that that they're gonna do that the older music videos that Sam Smith did were very like, it was like black and white and very calm because the music's different. Yeah. But, but I tra- mean, yeah, it's completely like tongue and cheek. I mean, I think the body positivity stuff or body shaming or I don't know. Uh, yeah, I suppose you don't get that when you're thinner. But no. that video was never going to be published and then just silently <laughs> be released. I kn- like. <laughs> no, I know. And I think that they knew that they were going to be causing a stir and everybody oh, involved cool. That knew. was the entire aim of that. A hundred percent. But what I think they're, they're doing that to push the boundaries for, further. Because like, if you think about it, if you think about mainstream pop at the moment, say like the UK and Irish charts, for, to have an artist like Sam Smith who can like fill a stadium, to have them be able to like, represent queerness and champion it and be able to have like an umbrella that loads of fans can come under that's amazing and and a big artist like that can put their sexuality on display and that's amazing but if you look at say someone like Lewis Capaldi or Ed Sheeran they're not your typical boy band physique or looking yeah they're not a backstreet boy well, Lewis Capaldi in particular, especially in this like recent album tour, like obviously his personality is great. You really want to love him. Oh, like you really want to go down the pub with him. But on this like press tour that he's been on, like he's been wearing like dirty clothes, unbrushed hair. Uh, oh, he needs a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he's kind of because of his personality, he's like forgiven for that or something. And like when they're promoting his new album, it's just him and some Y fronts like on billboards. And he like now he's an ASOS model. Like he's really he has been really able. He's just an example of someone who's been really able to 
embrace their curves and it, it's like obviously i'm sure he gets fat phobia shame and, and body shaming i've no doubt but in the mainstream it's really celebrated in a way that i don't think it really happens for others and that's where the like the double standard lies i think though with someone like lewis capaldi and formerly sam smith lewis capaldi's music videos are black and white or whatever mm. there's not much going on to them it's all about the voice that's what Sam Smith did originally. Mm, but Sam yeah. Smith is now coming out with more upbeat, poppy vibes and is doing tongue-in-cheek music videos. Mm. I don't think they're the same thing. Well, a music video is like four minutes where you can... It's like a four minutes of art and how you... Express perceive, your sexuality. Express, express yourself as an artist. Express your sexuality. Express whatever you want. But in the campaign for Lewis Capaldi's album he's like on billboards half naked so I think because sorry with Ed Sheeran as well him and Lewis Capaldi are very great role models for men because and young boys because it's not like you don't have to look like a footballer to be famous and like there's so many other parts to your personality so like I don't want to fall down the route of criticizing men to uplift women and queer people or anything like that but like there is actually if you think about it in this whole music industry there's no female or queer equivalent of a Lewis Capaldi or a Ed Sheeran. Because you might say Adele or Lizzo, but they're both gorgeous, so you can't do that. And also they still get like think pieces written about them all the time. They still get criticised for their bodies. Look at what Lizzo's constantly finding fires on her Instagram anytime she posts anything and like about her, her yitty clothing line and being inclusive and all that stuff so like she's constantly being critiqued in the way that I just don't think men are and like yeah and like Adele when she was bigger and then lost loads of weight then they were saying she was too skinny mm-hmm. so like it's like damned if you do damned if you don't but oh god always... people are never happy with what you do no it's real shame um... I mean good on Sam Smith I'm loving mm. the sort of Marie Antoinette meets English manner. Yes, and like pushing vibe. through. Exactly, and like pushing through to make the progress. And I think it's great. And unfortunately, it's on a few shoulders to like push it forward. And our consumption of music, be it through Spotify or radio, it's more fractured and more niche now. So there's like the days of like Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, like Michael Jackson type fame doesn't really exist anymore. So no. there obviously is a mainstream and there always will be, but it's, I could live in a world where I don't know who Lewis Capaldi is or who Sam Smith is, but it's just on their shoulders to um, pioneer this kind of thing where this will just hopefully be the norm. Like what our parents find offensive is very different to what we find offensive. So it is yeah, going like that right video direction. is pioneering. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Like Beth, feeling good in your body. You know? Yeah. Where yeah. are your nipple tassels? Woohoo! And like, I, the <laughs> last... <laughs> Here we go. The last thing I will <laughs> say is... Sam Smith, I think now, as an artist, has really brought back the MTV cha- music channels levels of music videos. Do you remember when you used to watch the music videos on all oh, the music yeah. channels? If you had Sky or if your friend had Sky and you'd be over in their house. I think... Sam Smith has made their videos like back to appointment TV watching or something like, you know, the last few videos that they've done have all been like the unholy one. The other one, which just gives me like 
ASMR from the dancing. So I'll, I'll have to link it in the show notes. I was watch, I watched it three times today. It's one for how do you sleep? And he's doing this kind of like almost like Broadway dancing. And it, honestly, if I knew the dances for that, it was quite choreography heavy. I would be doing it in the shower. Like it's just the most. And the way the whole dancers like move and breathe together. It's very it's sensual. Just, oh, the hip shimmies are just <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> Moving on to, I suppose, is it a less controversial topic, potentially? My topic this week is celebrity birth announcements, baby names, etc. Paris Hilton, at 41, <laughs> has just had a baby boy via surrogate. Oh, yes. And she announced it on Instagram last week. Mm-hmm. She used the same doctor that Kim K used for IVF and for surrogacy for three of her kids. They call him... The magician, Dr. Andy Huang. He's been on the show. I know times. him. <laughs> I think we all know him if we watch the show. They all go to him. And he seems very nice. Mm. Anyway, P. Hilton used him. P. Hilton used him. So if he's good enough for her, he's good enough for us. And she announced it with a photo of very sort of, it looked like CGI hands of her like white manicured paws holding a little baby paw. And that's how she announced it. This sort of stuff gets my my heart moving on a Monday. (laughs) It's so exciting when you're like, oh, my God, they've had a baby. (laughs) (laughs) How do they announce it? Because it's so camp how they announce it. I know. There's nothing subtle or sort of muted about it. It is so bloody camp. It's the I'm not here to make friends of Instagram social media content. (laughs) And they're my favourite things. We still don't know the name. I was just Googling. We still don't know the name. Um, oh. It's her first child. And then I found out it's his second child. And he has a love child with some other reality star. Who's she, the child's 10 and he, apparently he's only met her once. Ooh. Don't know Who what's going on there because he is a dweeb. He's such a dweeb. He's really cute though, but he's a dweeb. So I'm like, very odd. Anyway, I'm gasping to find out what the baby name is. What do we think? But this is my favourite thing. Even in real life, when someone says they're pregnant, all I want to do is fast forward to the nine month mark and Mm. know the name. I just need to know the name. It's my favourite thing because Mm. some of the names are just so outrageous. Another one who I think actually this was just yesterday, the day before, was your one Molly May from Love Island. I feel like I only found out she was pregnant like a few weeks ago. So she's had the baby. So... I only know this because, as we spoke about, I substituted Daily Mail for Instagram and all they do is post about Molly May. I don't read the stuff, but the headlines are always there. She's heavily documented her pregnancy the whole time, I think. I think she has a YouTube channel. So she's heavily documented Uh. on that. And she announced the name of her baby. Mm -hmm. Her baby is called Bambi. What are your thoughts on that? Bambi. I'll tell you mine after, but your initial reaction, what is it? It's cute for a baby, but like when you're 29, 30 and you're called Bambi, it'll be different. You see, the thing with celebrity kids is they're in this other realm of other celebrity kids. It's another universe. Yeah, so they're with other Nepo babies, all with really weird names. So it's not like they're surrounded by like Pauls and Johns and... Yeah, it's perspective, I suppose. It's However, like... The kids they go to school with, the kids Bambi goes to school with, 
she probably will go to school with a few like Emmas and yeah I have to say Bambi doesn't bother me Bambi it's like it just screams Disney princess or something I don't even hear that I'm just not as shocked is it a girl or a boy girl but I'm just not that shocked but just learning names is one of my favourite things. Then also, your one Bahati Prinsloo just gave birth to her, I think it's her third child. Who? With that, with that monster. <laughs> <laughs> that sleazeball. That disgusting, shrivelly sleazeball Adam Levine. Oh. Um, we don't know the name of that baby yet. I wonder what's going on in their relationship. But their kids that they have already are called, I think it's Geo, I have written Geo Grace and then Dusty Rose. They're fabulous rock star names. I'm loving that. Dusty Rose. I love that. I wouldn't want my rose to be dusty though. No, but Dusty Rose is such a nice colour. Oh, it's like sorry. A, it's like a normal person <laughs> naming their child Violet. Yeah, but like Dusty Violet. No, but like Dusty Rose is a colour. <laughs> okay, I was I lo- it as I the love literate. it, but I, I suppose I'm more camp than the rest. Yeah, <laughs> Chrissy Teigen also had another child. She has Luna and Miles, and then this new one is called Esty. I Ooh, love that. So it's Esty's almost like you know, like an elderly New York woman, like Esty. Yes, that's a great name. Here comes Esty. I like <laughs> that one. Um, but then I looked up some other ones that just gave me like a spark in my eye. Your one, Emily Ratajkowski. Her little boy's called Sylvester. <laughs> hey, I Syl- love that. I love that. You know, James, actually, his cat was called Sylvester, which I absolutely love. <laughs> I love that. And then Gavin Rosdell and Gwen Stefani, they had, now these are like three such mouthfuls, but I love them. Apollo Bowie Flynn, mm. Kingston James McGregor, the McGregor ruins it. Yeah. And Zuma Nesta Rock. That sounds like something out of the Flintstones. I love that. Oh my god! This is so my energy. Cardi B and Offset. He must be a rapper. They called theirs Culture Kiari, with a K. Yeah. Culture. <laughs> and then Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey. They called it Moroccan and Monroe. Oh my god! It's just anything around these sort of like announcements. Like now, stuff is going into sponsored pregnancy test Instagram announcements, which I think is just like. How do you go through the process if you're in the public eye of saying, okay, I'm pregnant. I'm not going to announce it yet, but I want to announce it to the world and I want to get paid to do so. So Mm, like do clear blue approach them. (laughs) Like I need to know. And then, or some of them do like public appearances, like Beyonce did hers at the VMAs when she opened her blazer. Like that was so camp. Yeah. Um, I love that one. That was, that one. was such a shock. Or just like a staged photo shoot. She did that one. The one with the she twins. looked like Ave Maria. Yeah. Oh my God, the campness. It's like something out of a Michelangelo painting. The pageantry. Um, oh, it's the pageantry. It's showgirls. Yes. Um, it's, it's, I just love it. And a guilty pleasure of mine is when you see like celebrity children's birthday parties nowadays. Mm. The funding and effort and theatricality that goes into them is something that <laughs> lights up my day. The people who do it the best are 
the Kardashians, I think. Remember oh. Stormy had like Stormy World and it was like a big bouncing castle overhead. Imagine Speaking being of, she just has hers today. Oh. And they have another with oh. the mouth open. Yeah, if I was two, I'd be like, why am I a big bouncing castle? What do you think the budgets are for those? Millions. Kylie's for a billionaire. For one birthday party. Oh, a defo, 50 grand, 60, 70 grand. Think of all the party favours. I'd really love to get my, just to be in the same class so you can like have the fun, but not the ridiculous lifestyle. Yeah, get invited to the parties, ride on the coattails, really. Yeah, Um, like get on the unicorn, but you can leave the zoo at the end of the day. mm. Like with the Kardashians, Chloe, say with True, is trying to overly prove that like she pays for all of True's birthday parties and like she puts, wants True to know that she's like so loved and everything and so well taken care of, which she well and truly clearly is. But it's this sense of like overly proving it that like, are you actually doing the kids a disservice because you're... There's no right way, though, for them to do it because their lives are so bizarre. They are, yeah. Like, the kids are on the show and stuff. Like, they're not going to have a normal life. My final note is that gender reveal parties need to be put to sleep. Please. Everything doesn't have to be a song and dance. No. With the balloon popping and the colours. And the cake cutting. Wasn't there one a while ago, like a few summers ago, that, like, it was a firework display? And it like hit a tree, it hit a tree and started like wildfires in California. That's highly, heavily unresearched, but something started like wildfires. I think there, I think there was a death at one from something that went wrong. Is this all for social media? Because it's just so sad. Like what a way to go. Oh my God, like spend your money on some, spend your money on a holiday. Get off the, get off the internet. Yeah, get off the internet and get into the real world. Get um, off the internet and listen to our podcast. No. Um, <laughs> when you said the um, the celebrity baby names, one name that always, or two names that always stick out to me is when they actually call their kids normal names. Anne Hathaway's kid is called Jonathan. <laughs> She's like, oh, there we go. I love that. <laughs> Lovely Jonathan. And then Greta Gerwig. She's like an actress. She's direct and she's directing the yeah. new Barbie film. She's a little boy called um, Harold. Oh, I like that. So cute. <laughs> and normal. And just like baseline. It doesn't need normal. to be in the tiger lily peaches brigade. That's where my brain lives though. Thank you so much for listening. I hope we, we hope you enjoyed this pod this week. Please let us know what you think. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at Sophie Lyons and at Classy Cabana that'll all be in the show notes along with all our other links to all our other things we're shiting on about today before we go I have a recommendation and Nikki sent it to me my dearest friend who is over in Dubai we recommend him all the time Trevor Nelson has released another belter of the what show what is it? so it stands as, so he usually does this like old school show on BBC but He's taken a half an hour of that show and dedicated it to 1999. And it's a mix of songs and live acts from a performance. I've never had so much FOMO in my life. I've never had so much goosebumps sitting at this sad little desk in my spare room. Of, uh, remember when the MTV Awards came to Ireland in 99? Yes. I'm talking 
every big hitter of R&B was at this party. Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown, Puff Daddy. I remember it. Missy Elliott, Mariah Carey, and Mary J. Blige. And as Trevor said at the end of the at the end of the show, he was like, "Never have will you ever have gotten Whitney, Mariah, and Mary J. under one roof performing on one stage." And what I don't know where it was. He never said the location, but he said it was fifteen hundred Irish people in a venue. They don't know who's coming Isn't on. That the point. This was like the after party. And so Trevor oh, was sorry. He, sorry, sorry. <laughs> he he's in the background. Uh, sorry, he's a, he's backstage at the. I think it was it was the EMAs, and they're all like, "Oh, we might be down your party later. Yeah, we'll see how it's going. Yeah, I think we're gonna go down there." And he was like, "I had a feeling people were coming, but I didn't know I would get Missy Elliott, everyone." So there's like the clip is so old, like it's 24 years ago. So like the audio is like, but you can hear the crowd is just like erupting. You can feel the energy from it. And, you know, obviously we're a bit biased, but like seeing live shows in Ireland is just a step above everything else. Like it's just a different level of crowd energy. It's just amazing. But this party in particular, oh my God, it is the best half an hour I've listened to of music in a long time. It's just so good. Oh, I'm going to listen to that tomorrow while I work. Yeah. Yeah. So please go and Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I love Trev. Thank yeah. you so much for that reco, Clara. Thank you, Sophie. Oh my God, I can't wait to go listen. Thank you all for tuning in this week. We hope you um, liked our content. Yes. Um, and hopefully you're all going off to jam to Clara's reco. Yeah, everything's in the show notes. Uh, please rate and review us. We would love that. Subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. We would love if you could do that, please. <laughs> Bye. See ya.